Hi everybody, it's me, PB Jukebox, and you're listening to the Maritime Milsom Podcast, brought to you by Rap4 Canada, Jester's Tactical Sports Center, and Unanistan 3D Print and Cut. This week, the boys have a chat with special guest Michael DeSouza about unique pieces of gear that make them stand out on the field. I myself have a nice set of cherry pod packs from PB Taylor. Alright, welcome to episode 20 of the Maritime Milsom Podcast. You have myself, Hooligan, friends and teammates, Nightmare, and Guardian. And this week, we've brought on a special guest. No, he's not that special, but he's a guest, uh, a friend, uh, Michael uh, D'Souza. Yeah, I'll use your last name. We're going to let everyone know who you are. It's it's D'Souza. And, Whatever. Um, that's okay. No, it's D'Souza from now on. Yeah, it's D'Souza that's now. It. Yeah, Mike, okay, Michael D'Souza. Happy? Uh, a little bit. Okay, good enough. Uh, so, Michael, why don't you... Uh, Kick off, bud. Why don't you say who you are and what you do and how long you've been paintballing and all that jazz? Uh, okay. Well, as you said, I'm uh, nobody that special, I suppose. Um, I've been playing for the last was it like two years now. Uh, I'm that ridiculously tall, thin guy that just does random aggressive stuff on the field. If you've ever seen me, I think that's the that's the best. Uh, explanation of who I am. I guess I'm based out of Fredericton, New Brunswick. Uh, you got me into paintball, like you got Nightmare into paintball. Uh, just another one of your swanlings, I suppose. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, I guess uh, who I am in the paintball community it might change in the next little while, depending, but uh, I have some ideas. I guess that's that's the gist. All right, man, what kind of gear do you run? Uh, I run a TGR2, uh, which was the first paintball gun I ever purchased. Um, I did one rental game at Longreach two years ago with their Terminator scenario and used their 98 Custom and, like, a shitty mask. And then I immediately went out, uh, well, I'm, when I say went out, I meant spent three, four months researching. Uh, bought a Die i4, bought a TGR2, um, and, yeah, I have never looked back. I... Uh, MegFed is a just terrible, terrible time when you're going up against speedballers, but it's a lot of fun when you can actually get that, that kill in. Right on. Now, real quick, I just want to touch on this because uh, last, not last episode, the episode beforehand, uh, I did a small review um, on the TGR2, and I basically beat it into the ground. I'm, I actually, I'm, I'm sorry, but I missed the last episode. I haven't gotten around to listening to it yet. Please don't kick me off immediately. <laughs> oh, and and Michael just disconnected. He's gone. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, so uh, let's go with, since you don't know what I said, just why don't you uh, give, give my give a take quick on the TGR2. Of the, of your TGR2 specifically, just to compare what I said. Um, I think I have a, I have a weird like spot to kind of compare it because like i said it is the only paintball gun that i've ever run uh so i've had good days with it and i've had bad days with it mostly good days like i find that any of the bad days i'm having are completely me uh i remember uh as an example a really really bad uh time was i uh was at long reaches terminator scenario last year and uh i had crawled like knee and elbow like through a ditch filled with mud 
just to get to this like one position so I could take this guy out. And I popped up and then my gun was jammed. And, you know, that was probably because I just drag it, like, had it drugged through the mud. But, uh, it's usually me putting it through hell that's the only time it actually fails on me. But, uh, it's that time and, like, maybe one other time that I can't quite remember that's ever not worked. Um, but, like, I literally, like, throw it on the ground. I, you know, put it through absolutely everything. And she still works after I clean her out and I, like, polish her all up. She works fine, and she's she's fairly accurate as far as paintball gun goes. Uh, marker, sorry. Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm really happy with her. Actually, I think she's a solid piece of equipment. I think she, uh, you know, is built upon just because like the the three stacked um, blowback system. I think is what they're using for the TGR two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's consistent. It's it's tried and it's true. Uh, whether or not I compare it to anything else, I don't know because I haven't used anything else. But for me, uh, it works well. Okay, so and, yours is really sweet compared to mine. <laughs> well, which is funny because yours in, is in like mint condition, but I'm missing like the little like stock that goes over the uh, 13CI tank. It fell off in PEI. Um, one of my uh, safety switches actually fell off in, um... So did mine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yours fell off after mine. Uh... Yep. So that's a design flaw. Yeah, the, the safety going missing is... Very kind of a big design. design flaw. Well, no, yeah. because Who that's why they have... Paintball? That's why they have an ambidextrous one. So you lose one, you have another. You're all good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That that sounds like they discovered a flaw and just went, shit, we can't go back and fix this. Okay, get the one. marketing team. We <laughs> need this to sell. Oh man. That's hilarious. It's not a bug, it's a feature. I mean, that's why you have ten fingers, right? <laughs> okay, if we're going by that logic, okay. Alright. I I agree with the stance you don't really need a safety for a paintball marker, because like for the speedball ones you, or the dam, you can just turn it off. And that's kind of your safety. Yeah, or, so, you know, uh, there's barrel plugs. Yeah, and just, you know, with finger control, like, don't walk around with your finger on the trigger if you're not going to shoot something, and then you're fine. So. Mm. Um, I'm actually a huge fan of the safeties on the paintball markers, just because I've almost been shot by them in the safety zone, mm. especially on uh, outlaw fields. Not I, I agree that it's a, it's a good feature. Um I play at one outlaw field, and they do an amazing job at enforcing rules better than most public fields. But uh, I have been shot in the safety zone, even though the person had a fully functioning safety. So I think it comes back to just stupidity and carelessness more than... Yeah. I I, I think, honestly, I think the TGR2 safety is a little overkill. It should just be the little back and forth. Little button. Yeah, instead of... Yeah. It doesn't like need to be the big selector. flip switch. Yeah, yeah. I find there's more issues with the flip switches than there are with the in and out push buttons. That's what I'm saying, right? Like uh, my old A5, the the safety started to, uh, well, it was the selector switch because it was an E trigger. Oh yeah, started yeah. to wear away. Like it was like automatically flipping itself to full auto. Oh. So wow. I actually had to program my <laughs> E triggers so that semi and full auto were both semi, <laughs> because at any point in time it would just flip itself into full auto mode. <laughs> Surprise. So I was like, aha, uh-huh, great. Um. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I the safety thing. That's 
to me, that's a huge design flaw. And I was looking at it, it's over-engineered. It's a piece of plastic that slides into a notch, which then has a tiny, tiny set screw that holds it in place. Yeah, and um, I actually found, like, because I've had, I've had a number of uh, small issues with the screws on the TGR2, and once again, I think it might be my fault, because, like, I got it, and then when I was playing around with it, uh, the charging rod, which is actually, because um, with the TGR2, you need to cock it um, before you put the air in, uh, and it... Like, there's a caulking mechanism on the back, um, and of course there's the charging rod uh, on the front, which has a little spring on it and a little brace. The brace itself has four teeny tiny screws, and uh, two of mine on one side fell out. And this was, like, a couple weeks into me having it and, like, never really, like, bringing it to a game or, like, put paint through it a couple times. Uh, Okay, so... so, Ultimately... We're not doing a great job of selling the TGR2. Yeah, we're really not. Um, For the record, there's a lot of markers out there that you don't have parts fall off all the time like that. So that's not normal, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> well, it's really not. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm not allowed having nice things. Like, I, I break everything anyway, and I, I just thought it was me. But good to know. Yeah, no, it's not just you. I was going to lend you some of mine to try, but after that statement... I will hold off doing so. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's that's Michael. Just, He's <laughs> you now know a little bit about Michael and a little bit more about the TGR two. Well, I, I I break things and I uh, really just, like the TGR two for some reason. And, and yeah, and desperately needs safeties. <laughs> uh, okay, so tonight's topic is going to be, um, and I think it was suggested by Raza. Is actually the one who I think suggested this. If it's not, I feel bad. If it is, well, then thanks, Raza, for helping us out. Uh, unique gear. So uh, we're, we'll each take a turn. We'll talk about one piece of kit that we either... I mean, it can also be like a group of things that come into to make... Anyways, you know what I'm trying to say. So yep. uh, a portion of your kit that is... Uh, unique to you that you either own now or are in the process of acquiring. Do you mean just like something that is like actually that you use in game or are you talking like a piece of uh, for lack of a better term costuming or? Anything that you would either wear on the field, use on the field or you know if you got some crazy contraption for off the field kind of thing like I don't know I'd say like Ian's toolbox is pretty intense. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> you know? Um, like nightmares locks. <laughs> anything yeah. involving paintball. My box of Timbits. Oh, not Okay. Right, so when you go to a paintball <laughs> field and you've got your gear and you drop it and there's that one piece of gear that nobody else has, or very few people have. Let's go with very few people. Um, we'll start with... Uh, we'll, be, we'll be polite hosts and we'll start with the guest. Okay. <laughs> Nothing like putting um, on the spot. I feel as though now you're putting me on the spot, so I don't Maybe. know if that's polite at all. But uh, this is this is an easy one for me then, um, and I'm gonna sound like a crazy person after my like botched positive review about the TGR2 and then this. But uh, my unique piece of gear is a sword. I uh, want to elaborate on that a little bit. Yeah. So not an actual metal sword. I'm not gonna actually skewer anybody, um, but. Yeah, I, uh, it actually started in, uh, Hillsboro. Uh, 
because I, I haven't gotten my hands on, I haven't ordered my own yet, but uh, a latex like LARP sword. Um, they had one around, so I brought it out with me onto the field uh, for, I guess, a couple reasons. Because um, you're probably thinking like that's uh, not very effective when somebody can just shoot you. But uh, uh, I actually I managed within the first game actually getting two surrenders with that sword, so I'm okay with that. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. I think it was, uh, it, there's a soldier from the Second World War who was a British commando. It's a fighting Jack Churchill, uh, if you're familiar with him. And he said that uh, any officer who goes into battle without his sword is improperly dressed. Uh, and it kind of struck a chord with me because I'm a bit of a medieval reenactor. And... Uh, it's just, you look a hell of a whole lot more badass if you have a sword strapped to your back as you're running towards the enemy. Or, you know, if you've drawn the sword and you're just going to take his head. Uh, you're going to be noticed. You're going to, you know, strike fear into your opponent. Uh, I guess there's a couple reasons. That's it? Nothing more? There's. Well, I guess I could go, uh, well, Go yeah, on and on, I... bud. Don't worry about it. Huh? Just go on and on. Don't worry about it. Uh, okay. I yeah. So uh, Hillsboro, I picked up just like a, a latex nerf sword um, to use, uh, but I actually plan on getting like a Viking sword, um, and uh, because my because you know everybody everybody has their paintball persona, or it seems like everybody is starting to have their paintball persona. I mean, we have Hooligan, and we have Nightmare, and we have Guardian. And, you know, you all sort of have your own personalities or looks-ish. Mostly it's camo. <laughs> um, but actually, and that's because of that, like, uh, because of everybody's wearing camo, uh, and this is what I think is hilarious, is everyone's wearing camo, but it's paintball. We don't have the range for camo to actually be any sort of effect of anything. Like it's absolutely pointless to wear camo and paintball. It's not going to help anyone. Uh, like unless you you happen, no. Like even if you happen to be in like dense foliage, if it's dense enough, you're not going to see them anyway. You could literally be wearing like anything you wanted, and they're either going to see you or they're not going to see you. It's all about uh, that cosplay, man. Yeah, it's what it all is. Act cool. Act cool. Yeah, it, yeah. It boils down to what was it we said that if you if you look like a badass, you'll play like a badass. You're only as good as you yeah. look now. Come on now. Paintball is 90% looks. Exactly. Um, I think, way back. Like, why limit ourselves to just wearing, like, looking like a, you know, a modern soldier? Why not limit ourselves to just wearing camo? Uh, so I'm getting a full, like, Viking costume made up. Like, tunic and fur and everything. Nordic ruins painted on my TGR and my mask. And I have a long sword. That's uh, cool. Because, like, if you're you're only as good as you look, uh, I'm going to be the best-looking person there. Or the craziest. <laughs> I'm a little bit both. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, both on that one. Uh, I feel like you already were the craziest, but that's... Yeah, well, you're not wrong. Yeah, well, we got pictures of you <laughs> in Hillsboro with a, a Nerf sword and a, a First World War helmet. Yeah, that was fun. So, it's... Yeah, I think you got a good mix of, uh, of, uh, no, we're just gonna go, it's just pure damn crazy. <laughs> pure damn crazy. <laughs> yeah. 
That's what I'm going to say. But uh, the, the fact that you managed to bunker two guys with a sword is pretty cool. That is, yeah. Um, I know a lot of people are running the rubber knives because, you know, that's tactical. Um, well, it's just, the thing is, yeah, the tactical. sword actually kind of makes sense because when you think about the accuracy of a paintball gun is akin to, like, say, a musket ball, actually less so. Uh, melee weapons within a certain range were still effective against musket fire. Uh, well, against musket fire. So there is a certain, like, logical uh, part of that, especially if you're fighting playing against semi-automatic or like magfit players, uh, you know, getting in close enough to be within range of a sword is essentially an instant kill. Just you have to maneuver. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I think you're over-justifying it, but <laughs> I think you just go back to... I want a sword. There you go. There you go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, the sword is a really cool idea. Um, just... I look forward to you not having the bright yellow sword that says Nerf along it. <laughs> no, that was badass. <laughs> that, that's Nerf in my people means uh, light ender. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> when can we look forward to seeing this uh, very unique? Uh, well, I have to talk costume. to my designer. <laughs> I, I I actually do, but um. Probably Raid the River, probably May 3rd, if everything goes correctly. Awesome. Wow, really? That fast? Uh, yeah, she she's good. That's wicked. Um, well, because uh, I'm not doing too much. I'm just, because uh, I wear, pretty much just wear hiking gear now. Um, so I'm going to have a tunic. I'm going to see about getting a fur, like, cloak or uh, cowl, actually. Um, paint some runes onto a couple things. Do some, uh, yeah, some other things. And just need to order a sword, and it's all set. Hmm. Damn. I considered chainmail, but that's too heavy. And loud yeah. as fuck. Also that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, hmm, I wonder where he is. And you get ching, ching, ching. Gone down the field. That and... I don't know, I feel like if you were to fall the wrong way and land on chainmail, that could hurt. Yeah, it's not that bad, actually. No. No, well, it's it's just, like, mesh, right? So it just impacts or, like, moves with you. Ah, I see what you're saying. That is, uh, that is very cool. I look forward to seeing it. Hopefully I can make it to Raid the River. I'm, I'm basically, like, morally obligated to go. Yeah. <laughs> morally obligated. I just gotta... Actually, I've got it to the point now where the other assistant managers that work with me, when I go, shit, I need this weekend off, they're like, don't worry about it, I'll trade with you. I know you need the weekend off. Like, yes. Nice. Well, it's that because they can actually see me go almost stir-crazy two days before a paintball yeah. game. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> it's less about them being nice and more worried that you're going to like lose it. Yeah, I think they're a little worried that and one day I'm just going to show up to work in my paintball gear not even thinking. I'm just going to show up and <laughs> just go to play paintball with go. the mask on. And be like, I'm paintball. just getting ready for the game. The game's in a week. Yeah, you got to get ready early. <laughs> you know how long it takes me to get all my gear ready come on now people yeah exactly you gotta break the gear in you gotta get you know oh yeah yeah right it's it's complex tactical stuff a full function check from beginning to end yep exactly and even if you do that you're still gonna forget something always 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 there's always that every time you go in the field and then just like two seconds before they blow that whistle and you're just like oh, I forgot something <laughs> so for some people, that's a mask. For other <laughs> yes, people, it they, might be a thank you, Guardian. You know. 
Hey, uh, at least he didn't, you know, completely forget his combat. Oh, that that caused me to evolve to my new look, which because I bring a lot of what, spare Charmeleon? things, but camos is not it. <laughs> so, um, okay, so, uh, let's, let's move on to uh, Guardian. All right, um, for cool thing that I'm working on for a custom piece is the uh, Jason Bodie shotgun. I don't know if I'm saying his last name right. But uh, Alabaster Slim featured the video on his page there, so you can check it out or send me a message and I'll show you the video. Basically, the guy outlines the steps on how to make this Hammer 7 mod, just step-by-step step, every piece you need, which is really cool. And uh, basically, we're working on getting all the pieces, and it's going to be a raffle prize at our charity event in the early fall. So, uh, yeah, pretty hmm. pumped about it. No pun intended. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was actually um, I was very interested to see the Hammer Seven shotgun uh, because like I've spoken to so many people that they're like, yeah, Hammer Seven, I'm gonna mod this into a super sweet like sniper rifle. It was neat to see the like opposite direction. Yeah, what I like about it too is like with the sniper setup, it's just so much like modding work from what I've seen, and yeah. I'm not the most handy and this mod is very it it looks like even i could do it so that's what i'm excited for <laughs> uh, cool. basically it just has like a mossberg pump and it's uh sand down the original pump so it'll fit over it and i'm hoping with the help of nova games he can design one from the mossberg pump that i'm ordering so it'll fit on easier over the original pump handle so that other players can do a similar build wicked yeah it is and, a pretty uh, sick mod, though. That's, yeah, I'm throwing in my ticket to buy that thing, like <laughs> hands down. And, yeah, and, I would. Uh, buy Jester's that. donated the uh, the tank cover and rail setup from Killhouse, so that was pretty cool. Oh, that's super sweet. Because so, he's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, and and our sponsor. And our sponsor. <laughs> also, I want to I want to uh, send out a, a belated happy birthday to Jester. His birthday was actually. Yeah. Uh, Oh, was it like last Sunday? Yeah. It was Monday or Tuesday, I can't remember. Oh, really? Because I, I think I like ran into him um, like outside of my work just the other day, like on Monday or Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, no, he was... Uh... Yeah, it was, yeah, we had... They did the walk-on for his birthday, and then I think his birthday was a day or so afterwards. But anyways, uh, yeah, we'll give him a happy birthday. Yeah. And... Uh... Happy blast birthday! Game. That was a wicked time. Do we do we sing? No, uh, no. no, no. We don't know. No, we don't sing. <laughs> there's there's a PB jukebox for that, isn't there? There is. Oh, maybe I'll get her to sing on the intro. Ah. Um. No, I'll do that so... next episode. <laughs> Jesus, uh, man. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I'd uh, I'd have use for a uh, shotgun to be honest. Uh, it's called looking badass. Well, no, I already have my melee or my close range weapon though. We just covered that. Well, Michael, even if you don't need it, it's for a good cause, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Say if Michael did, you know, throw in some money because it is a good cause, and he ended up winning it, he could always donate it to his favorite nightmare. I'm just saying. That's true. To my favorite nightmare? Yeah. Oh, you mean the one with the clowns? <laughs> Something like that. Sorry, I thought I was going to say his girlfriend. 
Oh, oh yeah, actually. Oh. There you go. Dude, she's in the room. That's fine. Man, that'd be a sweet, a sweet get-up for me, you know, if I ever wanted to completely change my look. Just a complete killer clown called Nightmare. Like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, and dude. But then again, I want kids to come back to the paintball. No, 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 I think, yeah. we, just, I think yeah. we just segued into Nightmare's, uh, like, unique piece of equipment yeah. or costuming. Oh, man. I don't. <laughs> I no longer have anything that's unique or custom because I'm really trying to go with, like, a minimalist sort of look. Uh, simple vest, mag pouches, dump pouch marker. That's all I really need. Maybe a sidearm if I could, you know, find a belt that wouldn't shatter in the middle of a game. <laughs> that was pretty funny, though. <laughs> oh, dude, my pants were half hanging down my ass. I had a dump pouch sitting on the ground, and my Tippix was sitting beside me. I'm like, I can't move. I'm which, stuck here. Which game was this? That was the very first game of Hillsboro, uh, of the Easter weekend. Okay. Yeah, went out, you know, fully, fully pumped to do this, and the belt I brought wasn't the most durable belt and the the buckle just shattered right <laughs> off of it uh yeah it was a, it was a bad game anyway but uh, is it is it because i killed you a lot no i don't think so i think i think there was the one where brad slid onto my shoulders and we got you but that was, oh, that was fantastic yeah. <laughs> oddly you... enough that footage didn't work out the way i wanted it to because uh, apparently i was looking left with my eyes instead of t- tilting my whole head so the camera was looking at you guys Oh, so that's really a shame. All, all you see is two sets of paintballs flying over the top of my mask. Oh, oh that's a shame. Yeah. Like, that would have been so. so wait, bad. I have to describe what happened then, if because it's just it's funny how it ended up. Like I don't know how I didn't kick you in the head. I don't know, man. <laughs> but you, you can see me jolt when I'm laying on the ground. Like, oh, <laughs> there's Hooligan. Cause, yeah, because you so, we ran and then we saw Michael. Well, I, I guess what what kind of happened is like because my my team had gone up to the like far left hand side of the field. It was a like series of trenches, um, and we were essentially like up to your starting trench almost. Oh yeah. Uh, and I I was actually running uh, PB Jukebox's uh, Phenom Xena is uh, the name that she gave it. Anyway, um, which I'm not used to because like I said, I only use Magfed. Uh, and I was just like, l- got into a good position. It was just like laying down like hundreds of paintballs and just getting people out left and right. Uh, and then I see Nightmare and Brad, sorry, Nightmare and Hooligan come running and then take it away. Uh, yeah, we were running. We saw, cause we decided we were just like, we got out and we said, we need to take this side. Let's just go. Give her. <laughs> yeah. What's the worst going to happen? We'll get yeah. tagged out again. Whatever. Let's run. We bolted for it. We saw Michael, and then uh, we both power slide. Nightmare goes down first, and he just like lands on his ass and just slides forward a little bit. And then I did the same thing behind him, except I didn't do it soon enough, so I actually ended up sliding <laughs> into him, and my legs ended up went on his shoulders, and I actually <laughs> fired over his face. And we're both sitting there just like hammering away. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, my I had position. Like... Just as you guys were running, I was running out of air, and so I could see the balls, like, dipping lower, and so, like, I was out of ammo and air, so the only way I was going to get you is if I, like, ran for it and got within a close enough range. But I started running, and you guys slid, and then, like, poked back up, and were just, like, I got shot so many times. (laughs) All that adrenaline running, you're just hammering the trigger until you see a hand go up. (laughs) <laughs> well, That's... I think it was like my foot went up first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you went down pretty pretty hard. But uh, yeah, that was me and that Nightmare was... got really close. That was fun. It was pretty <laughs> funny. 
you think you guys like know more about each other since you guys got so close? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Yeah, he smells really good. <laughs> I, know, I know what he had for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was right there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, as far as a, a custom or unique piece of gear goes, I don't have anything anymore. I used to have the Predlocks, and I was probably the only person, actually one of two people out here on the east that had a set. And uh, they were pretty great, and then I upgraded to the uh, the Armagillo uh, Dreads. So, so um, I'm I'm a weird paintball player, uh, as I think we've like gone over a couple times. What are Predlocks? Uh, Predlocks. They're very similar to the uh, Armagillo Dreads. It's pretty much the same concept. Uh, just headwear. It's actually in my profile picture on my uh, or it used to be anyway. On my uh, Facebook page, uh, on the header, uh, there's a picture of me wearing them. They kind of look almost the same, but uh, they're less high-tech. Basically, it's a sheet of fabric cut to look like dreads. You put it on your head. Very hot, very bulky, very pain in the ass to take on and off between games. Uh, I use it for about a year. Looks. And head protection, actually. I got so many bounces off the head last season. Uh, Mostly protection. That's what they advertise it for, is for head protection. Yeah, oh, okay. it's great. It's awesome it, for the close quarters games when you if you get domed. Oh yeah, I mean you'll get rocked. I mean when you get shot and you're wearing head protection, like just cloth, that oh man, it'll rock you harder than a break. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like sometimes I I pr- would prefer the break. I walked away with like larger welts from the bounces than I did from just you know your standard break. Yeah, but those were great. Uh, upgraded now. It seems like a lot of people are using Armagillo uh, dreads, so I mean it's not so no- unique anymore. Uh, when they first came out, barely anybody had them, but now they're such a great product that everybody has them. Yeah, they just sort of spread like wildfire. Yeah, I mean, uh, I barely heard of the company about a year and a half ago, and then now I check Facebook, and it's like everybody's rocking a set. I'm like, this is awesome, man. Yeah, it's it's always nice to see a company just sort of uh, come out of, like come out of the woodwork, and yeah. they they worked hard. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that they just showed up and made a bunch of money, but they worked really hard and. They seemed to be going places, and then it sort of plateaued, and then it just exploded. Yes. It was amazing. Um, well, they got an amazing product line now. Like, they've got everything from uh, gloves, which are discontinuing, uh, to, like, Under Armour-style shirts, uh, streetwear, headwear, uh, yeah. ref jerseys, ref headbands, beanies, everything. It's like pretty they much anything really... you need for paintball apparel, these guys can throw at you. Yeah, and so... they've got the, uh, the fancy-ass... Uh, Armagillo like collection, it's yes. called Beast Collection. Man, I would I would never wear them in a game. I'd buy them and I'd leave them in the box. They are far too nice. Or like, wear them to work, apparently. Or wear them to work. <laughs> uh, actually, I kind of wish I had something like that uh, last Sunday at, at the walk-on because I burned my neck pretty bad. Ooh. Yeah, but uh, I'm actually looking at getting their uh, the new barrel blocker. I'm looking at that right now, man. That thing is. Pretty sick for twenty six ninety five. Not yeah, a bad deal. It looks like a suppressor. Yeah. So for us mag fed guys, it's it's gonna be you're gonna be able to put the barrel blocker on, and your marker's still gonna look cool for photos. <laughs> that, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. You know, because uh, because Reaper got a ton of heat for his whole safety thing, right? Like he uh, he was taking photos and he was like pointing his marker at the photographer, and he had no mask on, no barrel blocker on. But he also had no air and no paint in the marker. He cleared it. The man's a professional. He knows what he's doing. Um, but people were still like, no, you're a figurehead. You're a, 
you're an inspiration to a lot of paintball players. A lot of young players see this. You should abide by all the safety. But yeah, if you put a barrel blocker on a Tipex, it looks dumb. It covers up you, the entire thing. Like even the carrot looks dumb. Yeah, it just it takes away from the badassery. Is that a word? We're gonna make that a word. The badassery. Yeah, sure. Badassery of of the marker. So if you take the suppressor uh, wrap barrel blocker that they sell, and it's not that expensive. It's twenty six ninety five. Um, it just looks wicked, and uh, they're looking at releasing different color uh, uh, cords. Oh yeah, so yeah. So you can take the black cord off and put it whatever one you want on. See, uh, I like the idea, and I think it's great. But one of my favorite things about having a bright colored barrel blocker on is if I'm walking off the field and you know my hand is up. Sometimes people just look at your marker and see, oh, guy with a marker, let's shoot at him. But if you see this yeah. bright yellow brick at the end of your marker. Man, clearly I'm not here to shoot you. I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> and, I also, uh, I think it's funny that the I think the podcast has uh, suddenly become uh, tips to look cool. Yeah, man. That's what, <laughs> that's that's what we're good at. Um, <laughs> that was the whole intention. <laughs> yeah, we, we kind of went on a tangent there, so let's bring her back so, so I can talk about me. Uh, nobody wants to talk about you. <laughs> uh, so uh, my unique me, piece me, of gear. Me, me, me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, straight me. We see how it is now. Um. So my unique piece of gear is I'm gonna go with my jacket, my coat that, that I've begun wearing. Why? What would you suggest? What's my unique piece of gear? I don't Your know. Your beard? Yeah, I was, gonna, I was gonna say beard, but I thought that was. Gonna be... <laughs> so I was just gonna keep that one to myself. Okay, I'm gonna go. With, it's a kit. <laughs> it's a it's kit. A coat and beard kit. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> it's um, the can of Guinness you bring to the. Does, does, uh... <laughs> um, so um, I've decided to get away from the camouflage thing. Uh, I've actually decided that the camo, it looks really cool, looks really badass, but um, it's it blends in with everybody else. So yeah. I've decided I wanted to go with a, a more casual look. Um, so I own this knee, it's about, I'd say knee length. It's a driver coat is what it's called. Uh, black driver coat, about knee length. So it's not a trench. I don't look like the guy from Columbine. I just, it's a long black coat, um, and I just wear uh, the condor vest underneath. Uh, pea coat, is it not called? Three-quarter length pea coat? Or a driver's coat. Okay. But we'll go with pea coat. Probably more people wouldn't. No, mine doesn't have the uh, six buttons. Oh, okay. So it's not a pea coat. Anyways, before we realize how fashion much I know about fashion. This is this really is tips to look cool. Um, but anyway. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's, it's a black coat, and... It just it feels really comfortable. I think it looks kind of badass. Um, cause it just I look like, or I feel, you know, how do I explain this? Jesus, um, you know, you're watching the action movies and you see the guy who's got like the long coat and he's just super badass looking and he's you know taking out all the bad guys left and right and that's that's kind of what I want for. I just I want that kind of look. I didn't mm -hmm. want to look like a soldier. So. And I I know from like because uh, as you said you're because you forgot your combats uh, last time you kind of had to you're forced to evolve into your new form your new form it's not even my final form yet <laughs> your beard gets longer it goes full trench coat um, <laughs> but uh, I like because uh, I got I can usually play with you guys like I'm usually on your guys's team uh, I mean I get a drive with you hooligan. But, uh, yeah, at, at Hillsborough, I was on the other team, and so I would see, like, just out of nowhere, like, erupting from a trench, 
or being helped out of a trench. Uh, <laughs> I would I would just see like this black coat and like a black cap and like a, a red or a, an orange mask, and I'm just like, ah, oh, hooligan, get him. Yeah, orange so that's basically mask. what I'm going for. <laughs> Don't know where the beard ends and the mask starts. It's true, and uh, that's the other thing too. Is it's my beard. I I, I haven't seen anyone with with my kind of beard yet. I've, you know, my that fiery red beard. <laughs> so uh, that's not going away ever. I'm gonna keep that. So that's yeah, that's my unique piece of gear. It's just a it's a plain black coat that looks awesome, feels mm-hmm. awesome, super comfortable. I can run in it like for days. And it, it like kind of billows behind you, right? So I just look like I'm in an action scene every time I run. And basically, oh, yeah. you're not wrong. There we go. So there we go. Unique gear. Nice. I didn't have nearly as much to talk about with my gear as everyone else. Uh, <laughs> I feel kind of kind of cheated. <laughs> <laughs> and what kind of gear did you have, Brad? It's a coat. <laughs> it's a coat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming out. <laughs> Uh, if you want to talk about my new mask that fills some time, you can. Oh, I want that mask. It's leopard print. <laughs> yeah. It's a leopard print die I for. Oh, good. Your mom will be really into that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. I'm sorry. I didn't. I wasn't even really paying full my attention. My mom there. listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I meant Jason's awesome. mother, but anyway. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, no, before we go into that, before we start talking about each other's moms, how about we just go right into the gear review? Yeah, okay. Some, sounds good. Some nice, quick, simple gear reviews, because we are running short on time. Yeah. Uh, so, let's try and keep this down to like one to two minute reviews. So, uh, Michael, you start. Okay. Man, we actually, we kind of reviewed a couple things already, um, but... Uh, so I, I have kind of two things, I guess, that I would want to talk about. Because um, once again, I'm kind of an unconventional paintball player. And so most people wear combat boots or SWAT boots uh, for playing paintball. Uh, and I have technical trail running shoes. They are like sort of the mix between a like sneaker and a cleat. Uh, and they are literally for uh, like running through rough terrain. Um they're like a, uh, and I, I picked them up a little while ago because, you know, paintball season started, so I have to, and trails are clearing, so I'm getting back into running, so I can, um, well, once I appear on the field with a sword, I need to run away from everyone. Uh, and, yeah, thus far, like, I, I'm not sure why so many people wear swats uh, when you can wear, like, a much more effective piece of footwear that is, like, literally designed for the train that you're moving over. Um but I guess the other thing I would say is uh, probably the most useful piece of gear that I have is my uh, like Milsig uh, elastic one point sling. Um, because like uh, in a game, I will find that like uh, either I run out of ammo or there's a point in the game where I need to run just for an objective. Just having the ability to drop my marker uh, and just like unbuckle it and then just go for an objective. Um, or if I'm crawling somewhere, be able to like move the sling around to my back, and so I don't have my gun in my way, uh, has been more useful than I think anything else I have. Excellent. And that was exactly two minutes. It was perfect. <laughs> uh, Guardian, what do you want to review, bud? Um, I guess I'll review 
the uh, spaz adapter from Nova Games. So uh, as I mentioned earlier about the shotgun build, um, with this particular item, it allows the Hammer 7 to use Zeta Mags. Amazing invention. Anyone that's used Spider Mags knows that they're overpriced. Crap, that only hold 9 to 10 rounds for like $35. So uh, yeah, this little insert allows you to use Zeta Mags. So you can, if you already have TPX Mags or you're using them in whatever marker, you're now sharing Mags with your Shotgun Hammer 7 that you might win at the MSOB Charity Game of the Fall. So it's a it's a little adapter made by Nova Games, is it? Yeah, a little insert that goes right in the mag well and allows you to just change up the mags. How much is that? Uh, I think it's like it quite reasonably priced. I forget what the spaz is. Maybe like in the twenty to thirty range. Huh? Because that's been the attracting the... factor to the Hammer Seven. Is the mags are oh, ridiculous? Oh yeah, absolutely. The mags are garbage. Um, yeah, I have one in my MKP, and I use Zetas in my MKP now. Wicked. Yeah. Um, Nightmare, do you got anything to review? Yeah, man. I was actually a new piece of gear that I just picked up, the Tactical Molly Vest from Rap4 Canada. Uh, for approximately 40 bucks. you get this awesome vest. I uh, got to use it for the first time there two weeks ago in, in Hillsborough. And I find most vests, when you wear them and you have all your mags on the front, and I'm only rocking at most, say, eight mags on the front of my vest, mm-hmm. I find usually you have to have something to weigh down the back, uh, whether it be a tank, a, uh, a hydration bladder, or anything. This the rest vest of your team. can, yeah, <laughs> uh, at, you can actually adjust it so well to your body that it feels like you're not even wearing a vest. Hmm. Uh, most of the day, I felt like I was completely just wearing my combat jacket, and that was it. Wait, uh, so was, what you're saying is that it feels like you're wearing nothing at all? Interrupt me one more time, I can see what happens. <laughs> God damn it, this is my two minutes. I did not interrupt you during your two minutes. <laughs> That's it, oh. I'm having a mutiny. He's not allowed back. All right, deal. All right. But no, uh, seriously, oh. it's a great product, and it does feel like you're wearing nothing at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> nothing at all. Damn sexy uh, nightmare. Damn sexy nightmare. <laughs> I think it's stupid sexy nightmare. But Oh, yeah, stupid sexy nightmare. All right, got to turn that into a meme somehow and get that spreading like wildfire. Oh, it's got to be you, the picture I took of you, like, grabbing your crotch. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> if only I was wearing my at pat in that picture. Oh, that picture must be recreated. But, yes, it's a great buy. Buy it from Rap4 Canada. 40 bucks. I swear to God, best vest you'll ever use. Tons of molly. Only downside I find to it is that there's not enough Velcro on it for patches and name tags. Just get the iron-on stuff from Walmart. I, I was just going to sew it on, but yeah, yeah iron-on. How well? Uh, yeah, you know, what, I'll take a look at that. Don't, let's not talk about that. I'll look at that and see if that's a possibility. As there long as it go. comes in tan. Um, so yeah, we're down to like we got like seven and a half minutes. So go 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 go. <laughs> um, run, real quick, Nigel, the one run. piece I want to review is actually the piece that. Uh, All right, and that was hooligan. <laughs> <laughs> Michael decided he didn't want to understand this is my SWAT boots because uh, as far as I'm concerned they're uh, lighter than any shoe or boot I've ever worn uh, the base model is like, it's all you need you can get the ones that are ridiculously expensive with like Kevlar and composite toes and composite uh, uh, steel pl- or composite plating and underneath the stop shrapnel but I-, I haven't come across any shrapnel in a paintball game yet uh, yes. maybe so if I play in like, Croatia <laughs> but um, 
No, the reason I love them is they're so light and so durable because they're designed to handle uh, mud and dirt, but they're also designed to handle uh, concrete. So the rubber on them is actually slightly soft, so it grips concrete really well. They were originally designed for SWAT teams. That's why they're called the original SWATs. And uh, I just I love the fact of them because I probably would have broke my ankle several times um, if it wasn't for the fact that you can lace these things up well past your ankle and as tight as you want them. Mm-hmm. Uh, $100 for the base pair, and I wore mine in every paintball game and uh, put them through mud, water, snow, ice, and then I wore them every day in the winter to walk to work. So that's a half hour to and from work, you know, five, six times a week. And it took them just shy of two years to actually break apart. Hmm. And that's probably because I wasn't taking care of them properly because you're supposed to actually clean them. <laughs> I didn't a whole lot. <laughs> Oops. Um, but what's really cool is they have a I don't know I don't know the science behind it. All I know is they've got a uh, and, it, and one of the part of the insoles inside of it is actually designed so that uh, if your feet get wet and you know how your feet get wet and then your feet stink and then the boot stinks and all that um, it actually kills the bacteria. There's like an antibacterial something or another inside the boot to uh, to prevent trench foot basically from happening. Uh, which I thought was really, really cool because I can wear my boots and walk through anything. If you get the waterproof ones, it's probably a better investment, and maybe I'll do that next year. Um, are they Gore-Tex waterproof? or Yeah, the upgraded a... ones are Gore-Tex. Okay. Yeah. So, But um, those would be slightly heavier as well. Barely. Like I said, like these ones here are actually light. My Both pairs of boots are lighter uh, than the shoes I wear for skateboarding. Hmm. So they're insanely light. I love my swap boots. Um, that's actually, I think that maybe that's something we should revisit, like, at the end of the season. It's like, let's see how my, like, because I, I didn't mention what they were, but they're a, a Solomon, like, speed cross, uh, shoe. It's a, it's a French, uh, like, originally mountain, uh, sport company. Um, we'll see how those, like, hold up for the rest of the season and how I feel about them. Now, when uh, did you get yours? Uh, I got them a couple weeks ago. Okay, so my boots have already been through a whole winter Last paintball season, and they went through last paintball season this winter and four games already. So get a new pair of boots, and then we'll. <laughs> I'm not dropping another hundred dollars. These boots are still good, but we'll see. The the, uh, the Gore-Tex boots are a great choice. I've had my one pair for five years now, and they're still going strong. So, so there you go. The one good. thing I have to say about Gore-Tex though is, um, like especially for. Uh, well, Gore-Tex as a, as a shoe, if you, it's not a breathable material because it's not permeable, uh, which is good because nothing's gonna get in it. But if anything actually does, like gets in over the, uh, the top of it, uh, yeah. it will not dry. It will just be <laughs> stay wet forever. Um, and so bring an extra pair of socks, um, but consider that when looking at footwear as well. Cause if you have a mesh or a lighter material, it might get wet easier, but it also dry easier too. There you go. Airpoint. All right. Mm-hmm. So, um, do we to... want me to do a quick BST tip? Yes. Also, okay. we decided nope. we finally rented. We're, we're only halfway through April. So what we're going to call it is um, uh, Guardian's Guide of the Week. Ooh. Alrighty. <laughs> that was from Fancy. Jester. He came up with that. Thanks. Um, this week for BST tip is uh, people who are looking for trades. It's like my number one pet peeve. Oh. Just post your item up and find a seller, 
sell your item, and then look for the item that you want. It is so much faster. It is so much more effective. And there's Just a way less chance from... of getting cheated. Yes. Less chance of getting cheated. If you're going to do a trade, do it with someone you know or use a third-party mediator. But also just the probability. Like if I'm trying to trade an A5 for a used TPX, for example, they they hold more or less the same value. But the odds of me finding someone who wants an A5 and has a TPX are very slim to none. Exactly. Very true. So just, oh, it's it's my number one pet peeve of people. So just <laughs> Stop sell trying your to item. trade stuff. Sell your shit, yeah. buy new shit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. Stop the trades. The trades are <sighs> that's nonsense. That's uh, that's the original point of money. Exactly. <laughs> we left the barter system for a reason. Yeah. So hungry fat cats could you know make money. Uh, we're not going to get into that topic. No. Uh, so yeah, that no, that's note. a that's a solid tip. Um, unless you had something else to add to it. Uh, no, that was pretty much it. You'll avoid getting scammed, and you'll get quicker results. Perfect. Um, so we've got, like, a few more minutes left, so I just really want to quickly go down uh, the next upcoming three events in Atlantic Canada for yeah. those listening from Atlantic Canada, even though I know there's a lot of you that aren't. You well, need to come I'm up. from Atlantic Canada. <laughs> those of you that don't live in Atlantic Canada need to get your asses over here and come play with the real guys. Yes. Yeah, have... shoot at that idiot with the sword. Yeah, there you go. You can shoot a guy with a sword. Um, MSOB will feed anyone with barbecue that comes from outside of the Maritimes to play. Yeah, we're friendly people. It has been scientifically documented we are friendly people. Come visit us. We're lonely. <laughs> <laughs> There's so few of us here. Uh, May 3rd, Raid the River uh, at Jester's Tactical Sports Center. The guy's got... Uh, some crazy ideas planned. I was talking to him on uh, on Sunday, and he basically gave me a few hints as to what to expect. <laughs> um, and I, I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. He didn't really tell me exactly what's going to happen, so we're actually going into this in dark. All I know is that uh, there there will potentially be maybe booby traps. What? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, well, if he, this if, is if you can get them working. Uh, <laughs> May seventeenth, paintball for kids. Always a good time. Unfortunately, I won't be able to make it to that. It's is it because you don't like the kids? No, it's because my boss won't give me enough Sundays off in a month. Mm. So, what can you do? Got to make money. True uh, that. It's also Southern New Brunswick's Woods Ball League's first event at Hurricane Paintball. So. Uh, for anyone who's not aware of what that is, it was started a little while ago. Uh, basically, it was, I'd say it's like the grandfather of the MagFed League. Because it was, there was there was always the EPPL, you know, there was always the Speedball Leagues. Um, so Hurricane, I think it was Pappy, I think it was his idea, uh, decided to start a Woodsball League. So basically competitive Woodsball, which then branched off and... and you know, English Dave decided he wanted to start up uh, the MagFed competition. So, um, so the Woodsball League is a really cool idea where it's it gets everyone out there with the tactical gear and the Woodsball gear, um, but it's not MagFed exclusive. So, really cool event. So that's on the 17th as well. So, um, unfortunately, you need to sign up for that. If you didn't already sign up, well, then tough. Womp mm, womp. Yeah. So, uh, if you didn't sign up for it, get your ass over to Nova Scotia. To SNL Paintball and 
you know, go paintball for kids. And yeah. then May 23rd to the 24th is actually the EPPL's first event at the Moncton Sports Dome. It's the uh, basically the Speedball League in Atlanta, Canada. So we don't really talk about speedball a whole lot, but I figured they're worth mentioning just because, you know, they are paintball, and in the end, we're all paintballers. So, uh, yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're, uh, I don't know if you can go see it. I don't know if you can go watch it. I'm sure you can. I'm assuming you can. Imagine you could. So, you know, uh, John Greencorn is very vocal on that. Always talking about it. So he's a solid guy. Uh, you can just look him up on Facebook. It's the EPPL Eastern Paintball Players League. Really cool thing. Yeah. And, and if uh, anyone has any questions about it, uh, John's team is the Muffin Munchers, so you can look them up as well. <laughs> the nice. Muffin Munchers. That's great. Awesome <laughs> uh, so yeah, very cool. And uh, I think that's pretty much the end. You guys got anything you wanna wanna end with? Um, um, maybe maybe a wrap up, like a moral to the story. Moral to the story <laughs> is it's all about ninety percent how you look. Five percent the stuff you buy, and five percent luck. And Michael's not allowed back. And Michael's not allowed and back. For that right. luck, uh, I think that includes not forgetting your mask. <laughs> uh, no, in all seriousness, though, uh, while it is super fun to look really cool on the paintball field, if you're new to paintball, um, don't worry about buying all the expensive stuff. Yes. Oh, that reminds me. One quick about cool and BST. I saw a very overpriced sniper rifle this past week. So for new players listening, please do your research before you buy gear so you won't be disappointed with paying $600 for maybe a $160 marker. Yeah. All these add-ons, it doesn't add to the value of the marker. I got my die dam for less with a similar accessories. So just do your research when you buy gear, please. Yeah, send the send the seller a message, and ask what are the actual upgrades you attached, and go look up the prices. Yeah. And if they tell you that they bought you know military grade red dot sight for their paintball gear, it, it doesn't matter. It's not worth it. Sounds like a them problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something <laughs> you want. So. And uh, I think that's about it. I think I think we covered everything. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, man. Back to the real world, I guess for. Yeah. next week. Yeah, back to the real world. <laughs> womp womp. Well, back to the real world for me forever. Yeah, because now I'm coming back. Yeah. Um, all right, guys, let's wrap this up. So, Michael, it was fun having you on. We we might so, let you back on if you're, you know, really good to us and on the field. And we can't find anyone else. And if we can't find anyone else. Yeah! Back up! <laughs> and you buy me a case of paint. <sighs> Yeah, that's the, that's the other stipulation. Sorry. <laughs> so all he has to do is buy you a case of paint and he's allowed back on? For one episode. Okay, so, Michael, that's a verbal contract. It's on recording. Now, keep in mind, <laughs> he didn't say what kind of paint. So run a down to Walmart <laughs> or Canadian Tire and get yourself, like, a $20 case of Monster Balls. There you go. You're back on. All right. I'll see you guys next week, then. <laughs> <laughs> you pay shipping. <laughs> So, yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time talking to all of you. Michael, thank you for coming on. It was a pleasure. Uh, and uh, Nightmare Guardian, it's always a blast talking to you guys. It's, it always. It keeps me from going 
uh, you know, stir crazy and cabin fever up here in northern yeah. New Brunswick. So uh, nightmare. until next week, cheers. Sweet.